Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for August 31st in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two. And our goal always to promote God, family, and country and to protect life, liberty, and property and to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And we call it the blueprint for liberty. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions that we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, ladies and gentlemen. So you know what, folks? All I can tell you is that there's a lot going on in the news, so much that you can just never even cover it all. It's shocking. Uh, and so uh, we were not live on, um, let's see, Tuesday. Uh, Monday we had a great show. Tuesday we were not live. Uh, and we, um, I'm trying to think how to say this. We weren't live for a variety of reasons. Um, number one, I was live on the Sheriff Mac TV show. Uh, and we did do that show, but we did not simulcast it on radio. And we did not do both hours of the show. And the reason we didn't is because we had... Uh, some technical difficulties, if you will. Uh, but we did our very best to focus on what was most important, right? Uh, so that all happened. And good news, we're back live now. And so I've got a lot of uh, shows to um, cover or give the summary of. the, the uh, um, what, are the, what am I calling that thing? Oh, the recap is what I call it. Um, and so because we were live Saturday, Monday we were live, but we didn't have time for the recap stuff, at least most of it, uh, because we had Dr. Scott Bradley on and uh, Lowell Nelson on. Just great shows, didn't have time for it. Then, of course, Tuesday, not live. But I got a bunch of stuff for you. So here's some Saturday and some Monday recaps, okay? Betrayed, ladies and gentlemen, is the headline. Capitol Police knew that... Black Lives Matter did the rioting. Yeah, an internal memo reveals that Capitol Police were warned that Black Lives Matter from Baltimore was busing in rioters disguised as Trump supporters on January the 6th. Now, see, I have a serious problem with this because the FBI and the Justice Department just keeps attacking Trump supporters knowing full well that it was not the right-wing extremists. Okay? All my friends that were there that came on the radio days after the event highlighted that, look, there were fake people there pretending they were Trump supporters, man, and they weren't. The Trump supporters were peaceful and kind and respectful. All right? And believe it or not, investigative reporter Paul Sperry even doubled down and reported on this more and said Black Lives Matter and Antifa... Quote, will wear MAGA hats, wear camo, and attempt to blend in with the MAGA crowd. That's the Make America Great Again or the Trump crowd. So 
violence will be blamed on Trump supporters who were attending the Trump rally. See, this is the stuff we're talking about. The government knew this. But have you heard of the mainstream press or the government admit this at all? And the answer is no. This just proves the government is on a bender to attack Trump supporters, to attack conservatives, constitutionalists, whatever you want to call us, and make us out to be the bad guys. All right? Jake Angeli, John Sullivan, Ray Epps, these are three guys that we know were literally creating insurrections. We've got them on video, but yet the government's not interested in those people. But yet real Trump supporters are rotting in jail right now. Oftentimes without due process, without honest uh, accounts of what they've really done or not done. They're literally putting together prosecutions for the littlest things of no violence, no real action. Oh, I was in, I ended up in the Capitol. I gave a peaceful speech in the Capitol. These kind of things. But the real perpetrators on video and evidence galore, including internal government memos, and these people are running around free. It is insane. Now, Joel Skousen's World Affairs Brief uh, said basically the following is an Antifa poster printed just before the 2020 election. It features a picture of a man whose face is partially covered. He's got a bandana on. He's got a MAGA hat on. And his hat is worn backwards. And in this photo, or this depiction, if you will, he is throwing a Molotov cocktail. See, this is the criminal activity, folks. Election day, as election day nears, comrades, prepare to defend your rights on November the 4th. Don't forget to disguise yourselves as, quote, patriots slash Trump supporters. Wear MAGA hats, USA flags, three percenters signatures or insignias. A convincing police uniform is even better. This way, police and patriots responding to us won't know who their enemies are. And onlookers in the media will think there are Trump supporters rioting. Think about that, folks. We've got the evidence everywhere. The government knew it. Internal memos prove it. Now, John Sullivan, ladies and gentlemen, is the public face of right-wing violence. He's also uh, an activist from Utah. He was involved in the riots and appears at the front of the groups who first entered the Capitol. He's one of the leaders. He was filmed with the group bashing in the doors of the House chamber just before Ashley Babbitt was murdered. Think about that stuff, folks. Why were busloads of Antifa and BLM activists unloaded at the protests if they were not there to cause conflict with Trump supporters, huh? It's a fair question. They certainly didn't appear in any counter-protests on that day. 
Think about that. It's just weird stuff, folks. Right? I don't know what to think about all this. But I believe that the government is gunning for a great reset. And Antifa, the BLM, these communist organizations, I believe they're communists. That's my opinion to which I'm entitled. These people literally are fomenting for a great reset in America. They want to destroy America as we know it. They want to jettison the Constitution. They want to jettison the checks and balances in the rule of law. They want to jettison due process. And they want to replace it with a new plan, a communist plan. Okay? And the communists... uh, literally are in bed with our government the great reset ladies and gentlemen takes center stage by dishonest deception and ultimately by force if necessary see that's who these people are that's their agenda if you look at klaus schwab from his book it's called COVID 19 the great reset he says this We need to build a new social contract based on master-slave relationship. The world as we knew it in the early months of 2020 is no more. It's dissolved into the context of the, quote, pandemic. Think about that. You look at January the 6th. You look at COVID. They're now using climate change for this agenda as well. Prince Charles says, quote, we need to put nature at the heart of how we operate. A paradigm shift, no time to waste, he says. We have a term BC now before Corona and AC after Corona, highlighting the shift that has taken place. In fact, there's eight predictions uh, to be hopefully um, squared away or uh, completed by 2030. By the WEF, that's the World Economic Forum. And it's all communist in nature, folks. Their goal is to shove communism down our throats. Now, we talked about all that with Chris Carlson on Saturday's broadcast. If you want to check that out, it's a riveting show uh, discussing these details. Look, folks, this is serious. This is nobody's, nobody can joke about it. The government has now gone from a lot of their uh, overt acts um, in secret. The communism agenda, for the most part, in secret. They had to ridicule and mock and those who called a spade a spade uh, back in the day. Now they're so blatant in their communism push and their socialism push and agenda, they literally just openly push for it now. They don't even hide it anymore. Yeah, we want a great reset. Yeah, we want to replace cash with digital currency. Yeah, we want to go ahead and promote government schools and promote critical race theory. And and yeah, we want to promote gender bender um, agendas and if you're against any of these things we're gonna instead of uh, trying to pretend we're not saying it we're gonna double down and say it we're gonna call you a terrorist for even trying to stop us a domestic threat you see all right when we get back i'm gonna cover monday's show we had on of course dr scott bradley uh, and then lowell nelson we'll talk about that show and then but i got a bunch of news the networks refuse to use for you hang tight this is sam bushman liberty roundtable live This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 
90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at FreedomFactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Always hard hitting talk at your fingertips. LibertyRoundTable.com. Donate liberally, ladies and gentlemen. Every penny will help us grow our presence in the media as we tell the tale of truth. All right, let's talk about this uh, broadcast that took place on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. We had on Dr. Scott Bradley, his whole lifelong goal and collegiate series to match called To Preserve the Nation. It highlights what we talk about when we're with Dr. Bradley. His website is FreedomsRisingSun.com if you want to watch his weekly webinars. Uh, it's also full of Q&As on the Constitution. You can ask questions, get involved. It's interactive. Uh, it's video. It's a webinar. It's incredible. FreedomsRisingSun.com for more on that. We talked about this Facebook comment. Uh, there was somebody who gave me a Facebook comment. Uh, Freitas Virtanen, I don't know how to say the person's name. Uh, and all the comments said was, which God? Uh, and so I assume that they have a negative comment. And the negative content or negative agenda is like, which God? We don't have the same God trying to just sow seeds of division. Which, you know, who's the God of division? Satan himself, right? So uh, we highlighted which God we mean and refer to and focus on. So Dr. Scott Bradley and Sam Bushman have a discussion. We discuss the religious nature of the greatest country on the face of the earth, the United States of America. And uh, for me, it's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the great God of the Bible, uh, our Father in heaven. His Son is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ lived, was crucified, and had power over death and was resurrected. So that's the God I'm talking about, God our Father in heaven and His Son, 
uh, Jesus Christ. And in Jesus do I put my trust. And, and so I don't really know the nature of the question exactly. If it was meant to be negative, that's the seeds of division. Uh, that would mean Satan might be their God. But I, I look at the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I look at the biblical God. Uh, and I'm not here to debate the keys to theology. The founders were wise enough to not debate the keys to theology because they understood that everybody's doing their best to believe as they think best. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has articles of faith in which it highlights its beliefs. And in one of them, it says, we claim the privilege of worshiping Almighty God according to the dictates of our own conscience and allow all men slash people the same privilege. Let them worship how, where, or what they may uh, is the idea. Now, Alexis de Tocqueville, or, you know, quickly called Tocqueville, um, a French historian and political writer didn't really believe in God, but did understand that Americans believed in God and understood that that was a great reason for the difference in society. They acted according to the dictates of their own conscience based on a moral compass that was taught to them by, I would call, the black-robed regiment uh, in America, the great preachers who taught liberty at every turn who stood nobly, boldly, independently in the pulpits of America and doubled down in the defense of God, family, and country, doubled down into the rights of man come from Almighty God, not from government, right? And they, they taught so clearly, so succinctly, so boldly, nobly, and independently that the nation was on fire with the principles of liberty in their hearts and in their minds, right? Right? That's what we're talking about. That's the God we speak of. Do you just know about God or do you know your heavenly father? See, I believe God is my father in heaven, the creator and author of the universe. And I don't just know about him. I don't just know facts, biblically speaking, regarding him. I'm doing my very best to get to know him. To truly be a Christian to truly be a disciple, a follower of Jesus Christ in word and in deed. That's who I am, and that's what I try to focus on. The headline that I would use about me and others, wise men still seek him. And I do my very best to seek Jesus Christ. I want to be like him. I want to learn from him. I get that I'm not perfect. I understand all that. I'm not trying to put myself on, on his plane at all. But he said to me to come follow me. He said to me, keep my commandments. He's even said in the Bible, be ye therefore perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. So he's given me some strong medicine. He's given me some real direct counsel and advice. Direction. And so I do my best to take that direction and make it meaningful in my life. Am I doing very well? I don't know. It depends on who you ask, I guess. But I every day try to build on the day before. I try to be a little bit better, a little more faithful, a little stronger, a little more committed, a little more dedicated, a little more patient. A little. I try to develop the attributes of, of my Savior every day. Why? Because he's asked me to. He's asked me to be meek. And if I do, I'll inherit the earth. He's told me, you know what? Keep my commandments. Love those who persecute you. If they, you know what, take your cloak 
or if they take your coat, give them their cloak too. Turn the other cheek. The Prince of Peace is giving me plenty of guidance and direction uh, of how I should behave and what I should do. Uh, do I do it perfectly? No, I'm a human. I get, I'm not, I'm far from perfect. I get mad all the time and do things that I ought not do. But I'm trying, folks. And I believe if I try and do my very best through the grace of Jesus Christ and his infinite atonement, there is hope for even people like me. Even people like me that somebody says, which God? Well, there's my answer. I know I went off on that a little longer than just a recap, but I believe it's such an important topic. Because if Americans know who their God is, I don't mean just know facts about him, but learn who their Father in heaven is. Pray to him daily. Right? Take counsel from him through the light of Christ, which we all have, and learn and, and, and learn of him. And try to receive his image in our countenance. After all, we're created in his image, says the Bible, male and female created to them, and I'm committed to those realities. See? That's that's how I roll. That's what I do. All right. We also quoted Dietrich Bonhoeffer, uh, a man who was very serious about defending his God and his Christ. He says this, should the leader succumb to the visions of those he leads who will always seek to turn him into an idol, then the image of the leader will become the image of the misleader. This is the leader who makes an idol of himself in his office and who thus mocks God. I don't think of myself as an idol. I don't even think of myself as popular. Uh, you know, when the government wants to attack me, when the mainstream wants to attack me, they want to tell you that our show is just tiny, that it matters not, that it's a nothing little no, no, nobody show. At the same time, when we're right over the target, catching flack, they want you to believe that I'm such a celebrity, that I'm such a famous person that I can't, uh, well, I can't sue them because the rules are different when it comes to celebrities there. See, that's how they want to roll. Anyway, that was hour one with Dr. Scott Bradley, I believe a riveting hour, an hour to promote God, family, and country, the real solutions for the greatest country on the face of the earth. Look, folks, we cannot get out of this bind we're in in America, the troubles we face, without turning to God, family, and country. Just can't do it. Second hour, we had our guest on, Mr. Lowell Nelson, campaignforliberty.org, ronpaulinstitute.org. Uh, and man, do we have a great time when we're with Lowell every week. He talked about more billions go to the Ukraine as America falls apart, Ron Paul. And Dr. Ron Paul really highlights some important truths here where he says, why are we, you know what, working on the Ukraine and dealing with the border of Ukraine and Russia and our own border leaks like a sieve? Why are we literally sending millions and billions of dollars overseas right why are we doing that while you know what our own country's just flat out falling apart it doesn't make any sense at all right anyway i bring that to your attention because it's really critical to understand right 
All right, we talked about with Scott Bradley that they say roughly 200,000 illegals crossed our borders. Um, in the United States. I'll tell you about it in seconds. Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Justice Department asked a federal judge late Tuesday to refuse President Trump's request for a special master to review evidence the FBI took from his Florida home. A judge will decide on Thursday. President Biden at a campaign rally in Pennsylvania, the uniter of the people on Tuesday. For God's sake, whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? As Democrats were the party to support the defund the police movement, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham reminds Americans how Vice President Kamala Harris was bailing people out of jail that attacked the police during that time. You know, one way to encourage political violence is to bail out people who attack the cops. The vice president of the United States staff raised money to bail people out of jail who rioted in New York, who attacked the cops, and they went right back to crime. USA Radio News. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-950-0099. 800-950-0099. That's 800-950-0099. Illegal immigration is being encouraged by the Biden administration. Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz is saying under oath that President Biden's immigration policies are to blame for the surge at the border. The comment came during a recorded deposition in a lawsuit that Florida brought against the Department of Homeland Security. In my experience, we have seen increases uh, when there are no consequences. During the deposition, Ortiz testified the southern border is currently in crisis and less safe for Americans and aliens alike. That is Tim Berg reporting. The widow and sisters of Marine Lance Corporal Riley McCullum, a U.S. Marine killed in Afghanistan during the military's disastrous and deadly departure from the country, are again suing actor Alec Baldwin for at least $25 million. They say Alec Baldwin exposed them to online cruelty and bitter criticisms after the actor accused one of the women of being a January 6th insurrectionist. USA Radio News.
right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. The southern border leaks like a sieve, and it's interesting to me. The bottom of the hour news literally telling you that your president, the duly elected president sworn to uphold the supreme law of our land, is saying a few things. Which side are you on? As if America's just divided till the cows come home, which is somewhat true. But he started out his supposed stint in office as the unity president. Remember, he was like, hey, we're going to have unity here under my watch. Now he's like, which side are you on? He also lets the border leak like a sieve when he's sworn an oath to uphold the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, and protect us from enemies foreign and domestic. I digress, except for what a shame Joe Biden has turned out to be. But now we're talking about the border leaking like a sieve and Joe Biden literally intentionally allowing illegal activity at the border. But roughly 200,000 Illegals crossed the border in the United States in July. Fascinating. We throw money at the Ukraine to help them, quote, protect their borders. But yet we do not even act to secure our own borders. The seventy, the $775 million package, believe it or not, sent last week was the 18th weapons package to the Ukraine. In six months. Think about that, folks. So really, Joe Biden's flat out become a criminal. He's sworn an oath to the supreme law of the land to protect us. And now he's literally aiding and abetting criminals at the border. He's been doing it from the start. We just have more evidence to the point where it's made it to the mainstream press news now. We've been telling you that from the start, right? Wow, Lady Joan. Uh, We talked about defend the guard, uphold the Constitution. And uh, this is legislation people are putting in place to say, look, we can't be putting our National Guardsmen and women uh, into combat. We're violating this idea of a humble foreign policy. George Washington was unambiguous. He said, it is our true policy to steer clear of permanent alliance with any portion of the foreign world let me say that again george washington the greatest general ever known was unambiguous he said quote it is our true policy to steer clear of a permanent alliance with any portion of the foreign world okay now the next president um to speak on this directly so boldly and clear President Jefferson was equally explicit along. He says, peace, commerce, and friendship with all nations. Entangling alliances with none. Peace, commerce, and honest friendship, but tangling alliances with none. President Monroe formalized this policy in the Monroe Doctrine's first point, which stated, the U.S. won't interfere into the internal affairs or wars of other nations. But see, Joe Biden loving the Ukraine war, at the center of it, literally putting Americans and our children in hawk, in debt, in servitude financially to carry out our aggression in that war. It's a shame, folks, but now we're learning more and more and more about the agenda. Go to war. Promote climate control and change. 
the COVID, uh, the economy, um, you know, all these things to push for the Great Reset. For example, the CDC blatantly changes course on COVID strategies. We learn about that from an incredible website, thetruthaboutvaccines.com, with that detail. For the past two years, people who have refused the, quote, mRNA gene therapy clot shot, in my opinion, bioweapon, right, have been maligned and mistreated, folks. They have been turned away from gyms, restaurants, theaters, concerts, sports arenas. They couldn't even visit their loved ones half the time, folks, right? Some were fired from their jobs for not taking the jab. They couldn't go to nursing homes when the list just went on and on and on. Now the CDC, folks, has changed its tune. In a report issued earlier this month, the CDC was careful not to openly admit they were wrong, but tacitly reading between the lines, they did just that. CDC says, as SARS, or COVID-19, COVID the virus, they say, that causes COVID-19 continues to, quote, circulate globally. High levels of vaccine and, listen carefully, infection-induced immunity. That's natural immunity, folks. Don't say infection-induced because you make it sound like something different, right? Not to mention, they say the availability of effective treatments, and I would say, yeah, such as uh, the alternatives they said was horse poop. What's that stuff called? Yeah. Not to mention prevention tools have substantially reduced the risk for medically significant COVID-19 illness, severe acute illness, and post-COVID-19 conditions not to mention associated hospitalization and death. What do they really say with that big old long convoluted sentence? Basically, look, now things have changed. Natural immunity, uh, and now they're saying also vaccine immunity has changed the game. And we no longer have the problem that we had anymore. We've reduced the risk so much so that it, where it's not a big concern anymore. All right. We also have been handing their heads to them where they've tried to close religious organizations, keep open bars and lap dances, but shut down churches. Now a California court, an appeals court, so they had to appeal to get to this win, right? A California appeals court recently ruled that, quote, all mandates forcing churches to close are unconstitutional. While a federal judge in Ohio blocked the military's vaccine mandate for the Air Force, Space Force, and Air National Guard members. Think about that's huge. Your government went after us, and now it turns out that all this stuff is unconstitutional, just like we told you it did. Those who requested religious exemptions have every right to them. A federal judge then in Florida ordered, quote, class action relief and granted a, quote, uh, class-wide preliminary injunction 
against the federal government's COVID shot mandate for all U.S. Marines. Whether they're active or in reserve service, all of them, folks. So think about that. You can't shut down churches and you can't force um, the bioweapon clot shot on service members. Huge wins for we the people, ladies and gentlemen. The CDC has also removed the recommendation that people quarantine based on contact with someone who is or might be infected. They've also completely abandoned their six-foot social distancing rule, which we told you in the beginning had no scientific basis. They're having a hard time even telling you where that came from. It was supposed to be double that number, they claimed, um, but then they said, well, nobody could even live. You couldn't even deal with anybody if it was that far, so they reduced it. There's no scientific evidence that that matters. Bottom line, folks, remember that most of what we heard in the past two years Two and a half years was flat-out propaganda. A huge propaganda machine with government in bed with the mainstream press working as a precursor to compulsive or compulsory vaccines mandated worldwide. Fear was manufactured. Opposition was silenced, ladies and gentlemen. And ordinary people were so polarized that honest civil discussion was literally destroyed. I mean, it got hostile out there, folks. All because your government in bed with the mainstream press worldwide lied to you. We told the truth, and they tried to shut us down for it and said we were peddling fake news. Ladies and gentlemen, it's essential that we stop believing the lies. It's essential that we refuse to comply. It's essential that we speak out and tell the truth no matter the risks or the consequences, ladies and gentlemen. We, the people, must stand up for our liberties or lose them. You got that? Yeah. We got a whole lot more news that I refuse to use, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. 
Come celebrate the supreme law of the land at Loving Liberty's Constitution Day Dinner. Have you ever asked yourself, what's so great about America? Find out with guest speakers Lawrence Reed from Atlanta and Jeff Uch from Tucson, Arizona. We will also be introducing our new podcast, Ask an Immigrant. Join us Saturday, September 17th at 7 p.m. Located at Liberty Hall, 3677 North 2000 West, Far West, Utah. Get your tickets today at lovingliberty.net. That's lovingliberty.net. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting talk. I'm telling it like it is, truth-telling radio at your fingertips. Yes, indeed, via libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net, brighteonradio.com, and more. Spread the word, share the love, and donate liberally, would you please? All right, the Missouri Attorney General condemns the FBI's, quote, illegal attempts to harvest concealed carry permit information. Ladies and gentlemen, the government's literally your enemy going after you, uh, trying to breach Missouri's, um, you know, concealed carry permit information. And the FBI, quote, absolutely has no business poking around in the private information of those who have obtained a concealed carry permit in Missouri, said Attorney General Mr. Schmidt. The Second Amendment rights of Missourians will absolutely not be infringed on my watch. I will use the full power of my office to stop the FBI. Wow. Which has become relentlessly politicized and virtually has no credibility, says Attorney General Schmidt. Wow. They will not illegally pry into Missouri gun owners' lives. Amen, Schmidt. However, Missouri, you need to get on the bandwagon of constitutional carry, not just concealed carry. I appreciate that you have concealed carry, and I appreciate you want to protect the records from uh, not falling into the hands of the rogue, out-of-control criminal agents at the FBI. I get it, and I commend you. However, why don't we go back to constitutional carry? We don't need some government permit, permission slip, concealed carry permit, whatever, uh, to carry firearms to keep and bear arms we don't need that so i appreciate it attorney general and good for you but you know what schmidt why don't you double down and 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 get a constitutional carry in your state yesterday like many many other states in the union already have follow our lead will you please all right another quick topic parents overwhelm the arizona um It's called the DOE website. I guess it's the Department of Education website. They want to uh, apply for what's called ESA credit up to $7,000. What do they want to do? They want to get their kids out of the government school, folks. They're learning that it's the 10th plague of the Communist Manifesto, and the government schools should absolutely be shunned because of the enemy they have become. 
teaching your kids lies about critical race theory, lies about gender, lies upon lies upon lies. But what do you expect from the 10th plank of the communist manifesto, huh? Do you expect anything different, folks? If you do, at first, shame on them for the propaganda. But once we tell you the truth, shame on you for peddling the propaganda. Yeah, better, ladies and gentlemen, than asking for these uh, this government handout so you can educate your own kids. It's a start. It's a step in the right direction. But better than that would be, quote, non-refundable tuition, tax credits for parents and grandparents and businesses, anyone or any business that pays for the education of another in any state, right? That would be way better. That would be the way to go for sure if you ask my opinion. But there you have it. All right, that was uh, Monday's broadcast. Just incredible show, folks, with so much information. It's shocking. That's why I kind of repeat a lot of it and kind of articulate it again. Because even if you've heard some of it, some of the commentary might be helpful. Some of the uh, narrative that we talk about and some of the uh, talking points and things might give you uh, information to help spread the word, share the love, tell the tale, become a truth teller in your own right to, the, to your sphere of influence, your circle of influence, right? Uh, and So that's why. The, the second reason we bring it up is because, think about it, we talked about it last week, a lot of it, but it's just as relevant now as it was last week, right? And if you need it in more of a summary form, there you go. All right, yesterday's show, we only did one hour yesterday. It was on TV and Brighty on radio, and I apologize it was not on the other uh, networks, but here it is. We had our guest on, Mr. Mark Fincham, and Mark is a current representative of District 11 in the great state of Arizona. So he's an Arizona state rep, but he's also a current candidate for the Arizona Secretary of State. You want to learn more? VoteFincham.com. V-O-T-E and then F-I-N-C-H-E-M. VoteFincham.com. Now, Mark Fincham is a class act, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Fincham is considered Arizona's, quote, election integrity champion. And he was endorsed by Donald Trump, by the way. And um, anyway, he is doing a phenomenal job. And just so you know, he's running for secretary of state. This is an office most people don't know very much about, right? But the secretary of state serves as, quote, chief election officer in a given state the secretary of state serves as chief election officer in a given state one of the goals of the office is to register more voters and encourage them to become engaged in their elections the office also certifies listen carefully to me on this certifies voting devices election results Candidates, measures to the ballots, as well as is responsible for the results of a given election. In other words, that's the certification of the election, so to speak, if you will, right? The Secretary of State is the chief clerk of the state and is often the custodian of important state records, including actions taken by the governor that need to be documented. We discussed this idea. You know what people say, vote fraud, election fraud, and everything else? Fraud's a very high bar. 
You'll never bust people on election fraud. They can't go there. Because what is fraud? The bar is set so high, provability is very difficult. And if they prove it in one case, if you're not careful, then everybody's in the snare. See, fraud, fraud requires not only did you do the wrong, but that you knew you were doing the wrong and you intentionally orchestrated it in advance. Well, the problem is most of the people that are involved in election integrity problems only know a piece of the pie, so they're not really guilty of fraud. They might be guilty of a bad act, but it isn't fraud. And so Mark Fincham is wisely telling us how to approach these discussions in a more productive, meaningful way. We discuss what's called votes outside the law. Okay, so if you, um, for example, are a nice lady and you work at a nursing home and your boss tells you go in and, and, you know, help this person vote or, you know, fill out this voter thing, you might know that it's not good. You might know that you probably shouldn't do it. You might intuitively feel like this isn't right. But that doesn't mean that you've committed fraud. Okay. It means that you're not really sure of the voter laws. It means your boss told you to do something. You don't really feel good about it. You're not comfortable. But let's not say you're guilty of fraud. All right, we need to make it easy to vote, but hard to cheat is the point that Mark Fincham is making. We really need to, and we need to quit attacking people that could be our allies in stopping vote fraud. The person that I just gave the example of, they feel bad already. They know something wrong is happening, but they just don't feel at liberty to do it. They feel like somebody else knows the laws better than I do. I'm just kind of following orders. I know that's, you know, in the Patriot circles is like, how dare you? But uh, for these people, they're just like, look, I need my job. I can't buck the system. I don't know what to do. Somebody else knows more about this than me. I'm not really comfortable with it, but whatever. Okay, But that doesn't mean they committed fraud. Well, they could be an incredible ally for us if we let them, right? They really could. But again, you're not going to get anywhere if you just say, hey, you're guilty of fraud. Wait a minute. I was just doing my job or wait. Is that an excuse? In my mind, no, it's not. But it does make it to where I can come back and say, look, there were votes that were cast outside the law. And the goal isn't to attack everyone, but the goal is to highlight we need to have our votes be inside the law lawful. If we need to change laws, fine. If we need transparency, fine. If we need real-time challenge of those votes that we believe are outside the law, fine. There's a lot we can do. But we talked about Tom DeWeese, a good friend of mine. AmericanPolicy.org is his website. Just a tremendous guy that fights against Agenda 2020 uh, or Agenda 2021, Agenda 2030, whatever you want to call it, right? And uh, he highlights that, you know what, Eric, E-R-I-C, is a huge private records gathering, maintaining organization that primarily is in charge of the voter rolls. And we need to find out if your city, your county, your municipality, your precinct, your state, whatever you want to call it, have they entered into a contract with Eric? Because if they have, ladies and gentlemen, you need to jettison Eric immediately. Because the second the records go under the control of Eric by contract in this private organization, now you can't get the records. All the FOIA requests and all the grandma requests and all the public disclosure laws, none of them apply to Eric. None of them apply to this private group. So you've got to get out of that because you can't get the records and the information. No wonder we've been having such a hard time gathering facts and evidence because Eric buries it all and you don't have your normal 
open records laws that help you uh, gather the information necessary. So find out if your state is involved in Eric, and we need to get them out of those contracts immediately. Also, find out, hey, are you in a contract with what voting groups? Are you in a contract with the, the company that deals with poll chief? Huh? Are you? Because poll chief uh, and this company called Connect, K-O-N-E-C-H, is at the heart of a lot of the election problems where information literally goes to communist Chinese servers. We've got documentation on this. We brought it to the FBI through Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht and True the Vote and others. Uh, and literally then the government now is turning on Greg, suggesting that he's done something illegal or wrong. It isn't true. But now the FBI is in bed with the communist Chinese in election fraud via this company called Connick. It's a, it's a shame, folks. We have got to get together and demand investigations. And you've got to get a hold of your sheriff immediately and say, Sheriff, please tell your state records people, do not delete the records. I may be starting an investigation. Because if you don't, by, I think it's September the 3rd, a lot of the records will be removed. The statute of limitations or whatever word you use on, on keeping the records or the, the records retaining laws, um, you know, expire. Just so you know, folks, we talked about at the CSPOA and the Sheriff Mac show, we have a texting option for those who would like to keep up with what we're doing via SMS. So to get SP or CSPOA updates, text the letter CSPOA to the following number. Text the letter CSPOA to 53445. Text CSPOA to 53445. If you want to check out that Sheriff Mac hour. It's available at LovingLiberty.net normally, not yesterday's, but it is available on video or TV at Brideon.com. Brideon.tv is the live site, but Brideon.com is where the archives are. Check that out. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up. I'm Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. We declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and indeed will restore our grand old republic. Get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use. No doubt continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for August 31st in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. 
Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We're absolutely convinced that the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers were the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. You say, Sam, wait a minute. The founders were for revolution. Why aren't you? Well, because they did, bled, died, gave their fame, their fortunes, their sacred honor, and everything on that altar, you and I don't have to. We have the solutions for recovery in the supreme law of our land. That's what the checks and balances are about. Why are we losing? Because we, the people, are immoral. You cannot have an immoral people and expect to be free. You can't be ignorant and free. You expect what never was and never will be. A good, honest, moral population who understand the principles that our founding fathers taught us. You have a republic if you can keep it. And what they meant by that is will you be eternally vigilant? Will you jealously guard your liberty? Or will you simply bread and circus throw it away? Reject the bread and circus. Stand for the sacred cause of liberty as our founders did. If enough of us do that, ladies and gentlemen, they cannot stop us. Our greater numbers will prevail. Remember, we delegate authority to them. Our system is not based on force. It's based on contract. The contract at the general level is the U.S. Constitution. They have been given and delegated certain authorities. Outside of that, they're rogue and out of control and must be stopped. They must stay in their lanes, vertically and horizontally. And if we insist, they will obey. The problem is there's not enough of us to insist. But there's more and more of us every day, ladies and gentlemen. I've been at this 25-plus years, and I'm telling you right now, more Americans are waking up every day single day what our job is to do now is educate 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 and then the great reclaiming of the freest country on the face of the earth will commence right on time god's in charge make no mistake have no fear of that reality check welcome to liberty roundtable live ladies and gentlemen and i've got an incredible guest with me today his name is dr lyle rapaki and he runs a website called arizona today.com and it's Arizona to the number two day, Arizona today.com. Now, Dr. Lyle Rapaki is a very interesting gentleman. He's a private sector intelligence, behavior analysis, and threat assessment expert, specialist, if you will. Now, that's saying something, right? Think about it behavior analysis and threat assessment specialist. He's done this for a long time, folks. He's been at it since June of 2010. He has provided selected members of the Arizona, Arizona legislative body intelligence briefings on the border and on all kinds of threat intelligence analyses. He earned a bachelor's degree in political science and a master's degree in counseling and then went on to get his doctorate, ladies and gentlemen, listen, from Clayton College of Natural Medicine specializing in the treatment of psychological disorders. Wow, doctor, welcome to the broadcast, sir. Well, Sam, thank you. This is a great honor. I loved what you started the show with uh, from John Adams. Uh, our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. That That is very profound, and it's rare that you see or hear a uh, host of a show even begin to address things of that. So that's that's very impressive. Thank you, Sam. 
You're welcome. That's because they don't either understand it and or, two, they've been told by the Velvet Hammer to not talk about God, family, and country as we do. And I've had opportunities to be a pretty big host on some pretty big networks. But they say, Sam, you got to quit talking about God so much. And I say, if i got to quit talking about God, he's out, I'm out. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, and, that, and so, that's just profound. <laughs> that's profound. I'm Sam, not that's, in that stuff. <laughs> well, what little I know of you, and I've only met you once at the uh, in Las Vegas at the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers uh, Conference. Uh, you are very uh, straightforward, and I'm not getting paid for this for your listeners who might think I'm buttering up Sam Bushman, but you are very straightforward and you make no apologies about being a patriot and a God-fearing man. That's just Amen to that. Our goal is to be truth tellers, ladies and gentlemen. That's who we are. That's what we do. Now, since you analyze behavior and since you're kind of an expert on, what do you want to call it, psychosis, <laughs> um, <laughs> this idea of dealing with the treatment of psychological disorders, I really want to talk about Joe Biden for a second. I've got a lot of stories I want to bring to your attention, but I want to talk about Joe. Joe literally started out as president saying, saying, hey, we want to be the unity guys. Under my watch, under my tutelage, we're going to be, we're going to unify as a nation. Now he's literally in the mainstream news going, which side are you on? Which side are you on? Like, he sounds like a clown up there. I don't mean to be offensive, but he, he, he just sounds clownish, like he's derelict in his, in his understanding. And, and now he's literally highlighting the divide in the midterm elections, literally claiming which side are you on for the unity president? The guy's got psychological problems, my friend. I think I think one of the serious uh, and again this is uh, from standing back afar and, and I'm not in any way diagnosing uh, just an opinion uh, but I think when he lost his son years ago uh, and then also lost his wife and and children in a, in a serious car accident I, I think he became unstable and I don't think he ever reconciled all of that loss and that's not to make fun uh, but I think the man is is just half the uh, the man, half the shell that he was uh, 10, 20 years ago. He was always known, has always been known for making flubs and not being really a bright light bulb. But I think what we have seen in the last five years, since uh, eight years over Obama when he was vice president, and now in the last two years, I think we're seeing a person who's disintegrating uh, psychologically and emotionally. All right, now let me bring this up. I don't mean to laugh at him. I don't mean to make fun of him. You know what? We're talking about the president of the United States. Now we can debate if he was duly elected or not. That's a whole other topic. But uh, look, here's my reason to bring this up. It's not to mock Joe. It's not to make fun of him as he staggers around on stage confused or whatever he does. It's not to put a, together a montage of his, of his flubs. But you're talking about the commander-in-chief of the greatest military in the world, the leader of the free world. And to me, if he's really got that many, um, I don't know what you want to call it, gaffes or um, uh, misjudgments, missteps, whatever you want to say, confusing moments, whatever words you want to use for this, this becomes a serious national security concern, doctor. This is not a oh, joke. This is a national security question, right? I think you're absolutely right, Sam, and that's not to be theatrical. I th it's a very, th these are very sobering times. I think we have a gentleman who was propped up and placed in office uh, so Obama and company could have a continuation 
of their uh, downward spiral of this nation. I mean, I, the evidence is increasing, uh, but but many many people don't want to face it. They don't want to address it. But the evidence in the secular realm is increasing that there are forces at work to collapse the United States into the new world order. And I believe that was Obama's uh, primary function. He did never liked America. He stated that our national anthem needed to be changed, our Pledge of Allegiance needed to be changed. That's not my opinion. He stated those things. I can give you the quotes. Uh, and I think with Biden, he found somebody now that they can uh, pretty well manipulate. And I believe uh, Joe Biden is experiencing pre-senile dementia. I believe the soft symptoms or the soft presentations are there. Uh, more experienced people, more professionals can, can attest to that and address it than I. But I think uh, we have a gentleman who's really a shell, and he's taking, taking his orders from people uh, who have every intention to move as quickly as they can, even before the midterms here, to, to bring disarray, bring confusion, and hopefully, in their minds, collapse this nation into the new world order. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a very serious, serious reality check for America. Because remember, all those who serve us, whether it's the FBI, the Justice Department, the President, the members of Congress, House, and Senate, they have all sworn an oath to defend us and protect us from enemies foreign and domestic. Uh, this goes beyond a dereliction of duty or a misunderstanding of responsibilities. This goes to the very heart of America is being literally betrayed and destroyed from within. And I don't say those kind of statements lightly. I'm not a shock jock, uh, Dr. Apaki. I am a man who wants to tell the truth, but you cannot see it any other way. So on the border now, literally Joe Biden is, is encouraging, not just tolerating, but encouraging illegal activity at the border. Doctor, you can't have this from the commander-in-chief, a man who's sworn an oath to protect us from enemies foreign and domestic. Well, once again, Sam, I, it sounds like um, I'm trying to earn $1.25 from you or something, <laughs> but you you are so correct, so profoundly right on. Um, uh, there is really a, a movement to collapse the borders of the United States, again, to go into the New World Order. If you study the New World Order, uh, there are regions there are not national sovereignties so the United States is not to be a national sovereign nation any longer it's to join with Canada and South America that very notion my dear friend is treasonous that's my opinion to which I'm entitled Dr. Lyle Rapaki ArizonaToday.com with me we continue in seconds on your favorite heart hitting news the network refused to use talk station. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000 year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. 
As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. For decades, leftist, liberal, socialists, and feminists have been screaming and crying, my body, my choice, in order to justify the premeditated murder of innocent children in the womb. However, this is a fallacious argument since science has proven and demonstrated that the baby has a separate set of DNA from the mother. If it's not your DNA, it's not your body. That is science, and you should trust the science. Remarkably, the same people who have been claiming my body, my choice for decades now want to force you to inject foreign substances into your body against your will. Obviously, they never cared about my body, my choice. They just wanted to control you and have permission to kill babies. I am Ammon Bundy, and when you elect me governor of Idaho, I will sign an executive order on day one of my governorship prohibiting abortion in the state of Idaho. Because premeditated murder of the innocent should never be legal anywhere in the world, especially Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Dr. Lyle Rapaki with me, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen. His credentials are so uh, valuable. I don't even have time to cover them all. Go to Arizona, the number two, the word day, arizonatoday.com. You can read all about it on the about page. But for now, understand uh, this gentleman literally deals with psychological disorders. We're talking about Joe Biden. And it's one thing for Joe to have these missteps where we kind of put montages together and make fun of the guy. I reject that. It's not kind. It's inappropriate. Don't do it, folks. Have a decency and a civility about you, please. However, have the guts, the integrity, the fortitude to double down on eternal truths that matter. Okay? So when, when Joe Biden literally lets our border uh, leak like a sieve to where there are no borders, we have no national sovereignty, he literally borders on treason. That's my opinion. Some might not go that far. Uh, and I don't say those kind of statements lightly, but the reason that I say it's treason is one is to be breaching the sovereignty of America. Uh, you might think you're on a, in a better trajectory or that somehow the world needs this next step for whatever. You're wrong. But the reason that I say it's treasonous is because on one hand, we're letting the border leak like a sieve, putting us all in literally mortal danger from the drug cartels and, and so on and the, and the sex trafficking cartels and everything else. But now they're literally attacking guys like me who have stood for God, family, and country and the protection of life, liberty, and property for decades now and have provided civil commentary on eternal truths publicly, and now they're literally pointing the turret at me and saying, Sam, you are a domestic threat. Uh, You are a threat to the nation. You are a threat to all we hold dear. Okay, that's why I'm convinced we're at the treasonous level. It's one thing to have different opinions on the border. It's another thing to let the foreign enemies walk right in and point the turret at the domestics who you consider enemies because we do what? 
stand with and for the supreme law of the land. I was not even at January the 6th. I didn't go. We encouraged people not to go. But now they're trying to tie us to that. I didn't vote for Donald Trump. But they're still trying to point at me and say, Sam, you're a domestic threat. You're not allowed to say these things. You're peddling fake news. You're, you're, you're. And all of it points to the FBI, the Justice Department, Joe and the administration. Grandpa whacked out Joe, literally saying that I'm a threat to the nation somehow. This is why it's this double-edged sword reality check, Dr. Apaki, that I speak of. Your thoughts? Well, I think you're <clears throat> very right on. Um, I just did a show with Sheriff Mark Daniels. Sheriff Daniels is the sheriff of Cochise County, which is a border county uh, with Arizona and Mexico. Sheriff Mark Lamb is also another sheriff uh, dealing with border issues. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you go, if your listeners will go to uh, ArizonaToday.com and just pull up the uh, show I did with Sheriff Daniels, I think they'll be uh, mostly surprised by the amount of information. Uh, we have 167 nations, and this is confirmed, 167 nations bringing people across that border. Uh, we have a number of terrorists, 97, that were on the international terrorist list that have been uh, seized uh, thus far. Uh, we have, uh, beyond the cartels, we have terrorists and gangs from various countries that have made it across the border. Uh, we have a number of getaways what's called getaways, where they're not able to be stopped by Border Patrol. They're able to slip by uh, 109,000 that we're aware of just this year. Uh, the numbers are staggering. Uh, the drugs coming across, a brand new drug that's taking place, uh, or delivery, I should say, Sam, is fentanyl, but it's being put into taffy. Uh, Sheriff Daniels and I discussed it on my show, so if people will go and listen to that. It's taffy. It's pretty-looking taffy, like you go to a, uh, a candy store and get taffy. Well, what they're doing now, the cartels are putting uh, trace amounts of fentanyl into the different colors and different pretty sizes of taffy and giving them away. They're not even selling them. They're giving them away to everybody and anybody to hook them on fentanyl, which is a highly toxic very dangerous drug it takes very little uh, uh, one little gram <clears throat> excuse me not even a gram it takes just a seed of it that could kill you and so they're doing everything they can to hook people as quickly as they can to the drug cartels and also just to kill off people and they're very blatant about it Biden knows this so does his entire administration and they're refusing to do one thing uh, we just had a case in Texas <clears throat> where the National Guard was uh, posted there by the governor and stopping the uh, people coming across and the Border Patrol commander came in, unlocked the gate and left the illegals in. <clears throat> the National Administration of Biden and Obama and all this, uh, they know fully well what they're doing and they could care less. It goes back to what I said earlier, which is the collapse of the border, the national sovereignty of this nation. Now, the problem is there's a few Republicans, Marjorie Taylor Greene and, 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 and maybe Rand Paul, I don't know, and a few others who are really, you know, saying, hey, we got to impeach this president. He's out of control. 
Uh, but you've got a lot of the Republicans that aren't even willing to go that far. They're just kind of like, mm, all you got to do is, you know, fund our campaigns and elect us, and we'll fix it after the elections. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is criminal activity. We cannot wait till the next election and fund campaigns and trust in the election integrity uh, meltdown or problem in America. And I hope our guys win. Um, that's a failed strategy. Now, believe it or not, once unthinkable. The Dems now see narrow path to possibly even keeping the House. And if Republicans don't go on a fence, they could squander a wonderful opportunity. Um, there's an article in the New American by um, Elad Hakim. Hakim, I'm not sure how to say the name, who highlights this reality. This is something that we're facing. And what the Republicans want to do is they're like, hey, this is really bad. Elect me. We'll go ahead and hold hearings. We're beyond that stuff, Dr. Rapaki. I think you're absolutely correct. Again, it sounds like he, I just keep endorsing everything you say, but I am because you're correct. Uh, the I no longer, I was just giving a speech the other day, and I was referring to what you just talked about, Sam, and I was referring to it as the uniparty. Uh, we don't have Democrats and Republicans anymore. We have basically a uniparty where you have the leadership of the Republican Party uh, basically in line with the Democrat Party and both of the leaderships and both of those political parties have come together uh, for their own agenda and if you have a true conservative uh, they're usually left out in the in the alley uh, they're not funded they're not supported by of course the Republican Party if they're GOP uh, and and again what we're looking at is what Trump talked about which is the swamp uh, Mr. Trump uh, was a leader, is a leader. I think you cannot argue with what he accomplished under the most extreme difficult circumstances in four years, less than four years. And yet many people still get offended because he tweeted so much or he was very bold or brash or very uh, candid in his speech. Uh, maybe not the best guy you'd want around for a tea on a Sunday afternoon, but as a leader, uh, I don't think we've had a president except Reagan uh, in modern era who has accomplished as much as President Trump did, and yet many people still find him offensive because they wanted to um, polish him up a little bit more, calm him down, and make him into a mold that most of the Uniparty fits already. And um, I, I don't know what the the trial uh, for all of that is. I don't know what's brought it. I don't know what the pathologies we would say uh, in uh, behavioral science. Uh, there's a pathology here among the American people that they want a certain type of leader that fits their uh, nomenclature, their profile. Uh, not one that's really effective, but one that makes everybody feel good about themselves. And uh, President Trump showed what a true leader can do uh, he can ruffle feathers easily, but look at the accomplishments uh, that that man has. And we don't have that today. We have very, very few leaders. Uh, Sam McConnell needs to leave. Uh, Andy McCarthy needs to leave. The House uh, Minority Leader, the Senate Minority you know, Leader. These Mitch people McConnell? are all part of the uh, uh, Mitch McConnell. Um, I think they've all overserved their purpose. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. It's time we stand up. And let me give you some uh, kind of examples to highlight when the Republicans need to go on offense. They can't just say, oh, man, look at Joe's overreach. Golly, elect us. We'll stop that. That isn't enough anymore. 
Americans have had the shame on us over and over and over. The new getting rich example, uh, the contract with America back in the 90s highlights the point or underscores it perfectly. Look, this guy got in a scandal, cheating on his wife, melted down. It didn't do any good. Lost everything. Just a disaster. We have got to have true moral constitutionalists as the order of the day. Hang tight. We'll talk about it. We'll do it in seconds. We'll talk about the FBI. It needs to be abolished. With Dr. Lyle Rapaki on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Fierce battles have been reported as Ukraine tries to retake Russian-occupied southern Kyrgyzstan region, but military experts have told the BBC it won't happen quickly. The FBI has messed with the wrong monkey. Mickey Dolenz, the last surviving monkey, is suing the FBI for any records against him, bandmates, or the band. The monkeys were investigated by the FBI twice, once allegedly for anti-Vietnam War activities, and another time was so completely redacted, nobody knows what the FBI was doing. A court filing late Tuesday objected to President Trump's proposal that the seized documents be vetted by a third-party arbitrator, a.k.a. a special master. The Department of Justice and FBI have been caught in scandals going after Trump in the past. The Justice Department says efforts were likely taken to obstruct the government's investigation. A Florida judge will decide Thursday. USA Radio News. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Democrats this, Republicans that. At the end of the day, we're all in this together. And it's much better for the nation when both sides govern. Blood may not be thicker than water. Democratic California Governor Gavin Newsom is a vocal critic of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, but Newsom's in-laws seem to approve of the popular Republican. According to an exclusive report from Fox News, the contribution records on the Friends of Ron DeSantis' PAC website reveal the Siebel family revocable trust made a $5,000 contribution in April. Neither the Siebels nor Governor Newsom's office responded to Fox News's request for comment. The DeSantis campaign campaign declined to comment. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. Now that all teams are down to their 53-man rosters, the season for the National Football League officially starts in eight days. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land. 
the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the FBI committed criminal acts, and I submit to you they did, and they are. Once unthinkable Democrats see narrow path to maintaining control of the House. If Republicans don't go on a fence, they'll squander it all, ladies and gentlemen. And I believe the FBI is at the center of this. Attorney Larry Clayman, quote, help us indict, track, and convict Biden. We need to indict, we need to try and convict Joe Biden's Attorney General Garland. Uh, also, the FBI Director Ray over illegal raid on Trump's home. Now, you can debate if that was illegal if you want to, okay? Because you can say, well, hey, the government had documents, this, that, they claim they, whatever. But ladies and gentlemen, Sheriff Mack said the weaponization of the FBI, not new, must be stopped. That was said in an Alex Newman video. The New American has that if you want to see it, okay? But when you look at Larry Clayman and Richard Mack and then the behavior of the FBI, it is beyond debate that this needs to be dealt with criminally, okay? Look at Ammon Bundy. The guy literally went to prison for two years, and at the end of it, he was guilty of nothing. The jury said so. And then when he went to Nevada for the second trial, the judge simply threw out the case and said, Ammon, you're guilty of nothing. You're free to go. And by the way, the FBI, you're involved in all kinds of criminal activity, including withholding exculpatory evidence and more. But nothing happened to the FBI. But Ammon Bundy sat in prison for two years, one of the years, in virtually half of it in virtually solitary confinement. When he got done and, and was ready to be free, his attorney, Marcus Mumford, was literally tased by the government in court after he won for his client. Now, Ammon Bundy, guilty of nothing, served for two years. That case is shocking. The death of Lavoy Finicum is absolutely unnecessary and shocking. He got out of the car. Uh, he was far away from everybody. There was, even if he had a gun, he wasn't in danger, or endangering anyone. But they literally murdered Lavoy Finicum. Okay? But the quintessential example of the FBI's absolutely rogue, out-of-control criminal behavior is when they had Lon Horiuchi literally murder Vicki Weaver, a woman, a mother, a wife, standing in her own doorway of her own home with a baby in her arms, and she was unarmed. And Lon Horiuchi, the government FBI sniper, literally murdered her in cold blood. Those three examples, two of them under Donald Trump's watch, I might add, tells me this organization is so out of control. Uh, if we don't rein it in, it doesn't matter who takes charge. Lyle Rapaki. I don't know what to say. Uh, you're correct. Uh, they have been weaponized. Uh, Sheriff Mack has pointed that out very clearly on multiple occasions. I think President Trump has pointed it out. I'm still uh, scratching my head, and maybe maybe you've got better insight than I do on this, uh, but I don't know why that hasn't been stopped. I, I really don't, Sam. Um, everything you've just said is right on and is a shame. It's embarrassing, um, and I don't have an answer for you or your listeners. 
My only answer is this. Unless Americans get engaged in a real way. Yeah. Look, we can replace all 435 members of the House in one single election cycle. You realize that, right? Yes. yes. What if all 435 members of the House heard if you do not criminally start to go after the FBI now, we will absolutely replace you in November. And if every what? single 435 members heard that, it would change today, my friend. Well, I think it's even more than that, Sam, if I may be so... Uh, bold. It's not just the FBI. We got uh, Department of Homeland Security. We now have the IRS being weaponized. Um, it's it's out of control. The government is out of control. Uh, they no longer see themselves as servant leaders. It's not even discussed. We don't have servant leaders running for office. We have people who have personal agendas. It doesn't matter if they're at the state level or at the federal level. Uh, there used to be a time, and, and you know this, and you started your program uh, with John Adams' quote, um, but we used to have signers of the Declaration in our first Continental Congress, if you will, that understood far better than we today what it meant to be a servant leader. And I just don't see that in the preponderant majority of people running for office today. Now, you used to be in Homeland Security, right? I've been a, very fortunate to advise. Um, uh, I was a member of FBI InfraGuard for several years, which is the private sector uh, consultants with the FBI. Uh, usually people in the FBI InfraGuard are former law enforcement uh, and or specialists in behavioral uh, sciences, uh, threat assessments. I'm a member of the Association of Threat Assessment Professionals and other organizations. And so, uh, yeah, it's been my privilege uh, to at one time or another work with a number of these uh, institutions, but um, not so much in the last five years. Gary Aldridge used to work for the FBI, ladies and gentlemen, and he wrote a book called yes. Unlimited Access. Yes. An FBI, an FBI agent in, in, uh, inside the Clinton White House. Gary Aldridge, who I used to interview back in the day. Um, this is kind of an example where a lot of these agencies start out with, with good intent. They yes. mean well, and, they start, and they've got good people in them. And then what happens is they get taken over by rogue elements and turned against the people. Gary quit and said, I can't take it anymore. This thing's gone criminal on me. I, I, when I went to war or when I signed up for the FBI or when I you know, worked for the Department of Homeland Security or whatever the case may be, someone said, look, I was thinking America, apple pie. You know, I'm going to defend the greatest country on the earth. And when I got there, it isn't what I signed up for. Is that the case, doctor? I think that's very much the case. And Gary's book is, is must read if people really like to take a look behind the curtain as to how these federal agencies have become weaponized. They're being used not for the preservation of the Constitution and for maintaining law and order. They're being used for political purposes. And whenever you go down that track, it's not very long before you have an oligarchy or you have like a, a Venezuela or Cuba or some other nation that whoever's in the, in the Oval Office or whoever's running the show uh, has at his or her um, arm's length a, a tremendous amount of resources that they can personalize and that's what we're seeing uh, it's it's uh, the de degradation of our federal system into uh, 
uh, a means by which whoever's sitting in the White House can pick up the phone and turn them on citizens, not for protective purposes, not to preserve and defend the Constitution and the sovereignty of this nation, but for political mandate. If they, Like you said on your show earlier this morning, if they disagree with you, they're coming after you. Uh, for you, Sam, to stand up and quote John Adams and to claim uh, very forthrightly that you're here to serve God, the country, and man, uh, and then to have turned on you the FBI and or other federal agencies is a disgrace. But that's what's happened. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. Mark Zuckerberg, you know, the guy that's Facebook that spent $400 million on elections and people claim they can't trace where the money went. Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg was on a recent episode of the Joe Rogan Experience show. And he basically talked about that Facebook actively reduced the reach of social posts discussing Hunter Biden's laptop in response to the FBI. Be on guard for Russian disinformation ahead of the election, etc. The FBI literally came to Facebook and Zuckerberg and said, hey, you've got to reduce these stories. So they suppressed information on Hunter and Joe while they promoted the Russian dossier lies. That alone is election fraud, doctor. Uh, again, Sam, I, I don't have an argument or anything to, to come back with you on. I, I'm in agreement with you. Uh, we saw how the FBI uh, politicized the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax and what a pack of lies that was. And instead of, and maybe I'm too simple-minded, Sam, but instead of coming out and apologizing to the American people and say we were horribly wrong. We got duped or we even had some people who ran amok and uh, did something that should have never been done. The FBI has remained silent. Um, they have not gone ahead and owned their mistakes. Uh, they have not gone ahead and cleaned house. And here we just have another example of it when you look at the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Uh, it's just unconscionable, but I believe, and this is my opinion, we're involved hey, in Hey, Cameron, skip the break real quick, will you? All right, we're going to have Cameron just skip that. Go ahead, doctor. Well, I, I apologize, Cameron. Um, I think we're involved in a spiritual war over this nation between good and evil. It's not Republican, Democrat. It's really good and evil. And I think the jury's still out as to who's going to win. And you've mentioned it, Sam, and, I, and I'm really, uh, th this sounds self-serving in a way, or I, I, and I apologize to you and your viewers, but um, I'm terribly impressed. This is the first time you've allowed me on your show, and, I, and I'm, I'm very humbled by that. But I'm terribly impressed by what I've listened to, uh, your statements, your coming on to the air, what your values are and what you believe are the priorities. And I just don't hear that in many shows anymore today. Uh, and I don't see where we have people willing to stand up and really fight for this nation, which makes me wonder, where are all the silent heroes? Where are the people who are putting America first? Now, I may be wrong, and I'll apologize if I'm wrong, and I'll buy the coffee and bagels, but I do not see people finally saying, I've had enough. And that's what it's going to take, and you've alluded to that on your show, and I appreciate that. We need more truth-telling, honest patriots who say, hey, right. the Founding Fathers gave it all. Yes. Their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honor, everything. 
for the sacred cause. Now, are we going to do the same? The I, Check this out. Listen to this headline. And, and I want you to uh, think about this guy who started out his presidency calling for unity. This is from The Blaze. And the headline says this. Biden taunts, quote, right-wing Americans saying they'll need more than guns to fight the government. Has this guy lost his marbles? I don't want to fight my government. I want my government to obey its proper constitutional role based on the contract. I want to be the guy that helps government understand what the delegated authority is and to make sure they don't act outside their appropriate lanes. There's checks and balances vertically and horizontally. I don't want to fight my government. I want my government to do what it was intended to do by the contract. That is protect life, liberty, and property. I don't want to fight my government. Do you, doctor? No, and I think you're, again, this sounds like I'm, <laughs> everything you say, I'm just in agreement with, which I am thus far. Uh, we do not have people in office who are willing to put their lives, their fortunes, their good names on the line. Uh, they want to get along. And I think we're at a point where if that continues for very much longer, including even weeks or months, I think we've lost this nation. Uh, I don't mean to be self-promoting, but if, if your viewers, or listeners will go to my website, uh, they'll see a show I did uh, called The 56 Signers, and I discussed what the 56 signers to the Declaration went through, what they paid, and I named them by name, and I discussed what cost them by signing the Declaration. I'll, I'll, I'll just close with this thought. When the Declaration of Independence was signed, it was so radical and in the face of, of the King of England that they kept it under wraps for six months. They did not release it. After it was signed, all 56 signed the Declaration. They kept the Declaration locked up for six months. That's how dangerous that document was. It was in the face of the King saying, back off, we've formed our own nation. And we are no longer going to uh, follow an oligarchy. We're going to follow what God has laid out as a constitution. And so it was so dangerous that they hid it and kept it under wraps for six months to give the 56 signers a chance uh, to survive what was going to become public. Well, even after it went public to all 13 colonies, the 56 signers paid a terrible cost. And if you go to my show uh, on ArizonaToday.com and look at the show called 56 Signers, I discuss what happened to each of the 56 signers. We don't have that today, uh, Sam, in my opinion. We do not have people who are willing to stand up, put their nation first under God. In other words, to submit, to cooperate with God's ordination of this nation. Because if you look at the 56 signers, they were very clear as to following God's order as to how to establish a nation. I'm not making this up uh, and I'm not trying to preach, but I'm talking history here. And we do not have those types of leaders anymore. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a dead serious discussion. Pardon the pun. <laughs> uh, the founders were true blue, and they were not perfect. They were humans. Yes, but correct. they understood one thing, and that is if they don't defend liberty, they will lose it. And they will lose it for not only themselves, but for generations it will be lost. Because That's once correct. liberty is lost, it is very hard, 
almost impossible. Oftentimes it's said that only blood will bring them back. So I want to be the guy that says, let's not lose our liberties in the first place. That way we don't need blood to bring it back. We can do so peacefully if we follow the blueprint for liberty. Now, um, my buddy over at WND.com, his name is David Capillion, and he wrote an incredible article, and it's related to his whistleblower uh, magazine. But he highlighted something that he has just discovered, and I'm grateful that he's discovered it, but I've been teaching this for literally 20 years. Here's the headline from David, then we'll talk about this and get Lyle Rapaki's uh, commentary on this. He says, call evil good and good evil secret weapon to seduce slash mesmerize Americans now revealed. WND.com for the article. Now, I've been highlighting this that, look, they don't care about male-female and about blurring your gender. They don't care about socialism or communism or any of those kind of things. Yeah, there are roads to get where they want to go to lord over you and to, to perpetuate the global tyranny. But really, their goal is to come for the Christians. Okay? Because if you don't have God, there's no higher source than government. And if you don't have God, there's no stability of morality. There's no guidelines for commandments, if you will. There is no truisms if you will it all becomes relative if there's no god if there's no absolutes if there's not a father in heaven that loves you if these eternal truths are not highlighted focused on uh, and understood then they articulate the narrative that's what they want so they don't care about all these sub fights black white male female pretty ugly they don't care they don't care what feud foments the replacement of God, but they're coming for the Christians. And this calling good evil and evil good is what they've learned to do. They've learned to redefine everything. Uh, and when they talk about something and you talk about something, we're talking about totally different things based on our belief of what it means. When they uh, change definitions and terms, they do it to the point where, hey, everything that we hold dear is now subject to ridicule, mock, disdain, and ultimately rejection. And so I really appreciate David Capillion writing a whole piece on this and highlighting this because he's spot on right. But I've been teaching this for 20 years. If they can define the world by their definitions and their manipulations, you know, how you define a woman? Matt highlighted that pretty well with his video. These people are psychotic. Uh, I bring this all up, though, because that in lies the answer. we got to call good good and evil evil, and we have to have the guts to do it. Until enough of us do that, it's just going to continue to go south, Dr. Apaki. Wow. Sam, I, once again, I'm really taken back by <clears throat> your candor, um, and I hope you take that in the right way. Um, it, it's highly unusual to have a host of a show speak as candidly as you are, and, and um, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, we've lost our moral compass as a nation. And we've also lost the fact that this nation was ordained by God. Uh, your statement earlier, a few minutes ago, the, the 56 signers were not perfect men at all. They fought amongst themselves. They grumbled. Uh, ben Franklin um, was probably the most esteemed, or at least one of the most esteemed of the 56 signers. Um, and yet he was one of the only friends 
uh, to John Adams. John Adams was not well received by most of the 56 signers, and yet when John Adams stood, the whole Continental Congress became silent. At the end of the week, when uh, the Continental Congress um, retired to have a few minutes of uh, weekend to themselves, they might go to the local pub down the street. John Adams was not invited. Uh, he was not somebody you wanted to sit and just have a a beer with. His only real friends were Ben Franklin and Tom Jefferson. And yet he and Tom Jefferson also fought quite a bit. And yet they did it out of tremendous respect for what they were trying to accomplish. And I tell you all of that because what you said is so appropriate. The 56 signers were not perfect men. And yet as a unit, all 56 of them recognized that it was God that ordained this nation. If you want to read an incredible sermon and I, I'm using the words correctly. Go read the Declaration of Independence. It was taken out of the book of Leviticus in the Old Testament. Um, these men realized that they were on the forefront of developing a country under God's order, pursuant to the Ten Commandments. And that does not mean that everybody had to walk in lockstep religiously, but they recognized that there was a higher authority, a moral authority, and we've lost that in this nation. The church no longer stands up for what's right. They want to be more grace-based and get along with everybody. Our, our elected officials, again, are more interested in their next election or moving up than they are doing the right thing to defend the Constitution. We have a few exceptions, but very, very few. And the American people had better wake up to this, uh, not just in this midterm, but in the if we make it to the general election, which I would question we're going to get that far. Ladies and gentlemen, we the people can make the difference. Remember, yes. we look to God Almighty and we know he wins in the end. So if we're on God's side, we know we win. The only question left is how brutal it's going to be along the way based <laughs> on our choices and agency as we the people. I got a piece of good news to end with. We need to call good good and evil evil. If you do that, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be on the Lord's side. Then you got to get on your knees and repent, get up and do something about it. And if we do, God promises us that he will heal our land and protect us, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Think yes, about a promise from the author of your liberty and the author of the universe. If you turn to me and reject your sin and repent, I will heal your land and protect you. Wow. All right, now, good news right at the end of the hour. So Elon Musk is battling with Twitter, as you know. And uh, then he's backing out of the deal saying it isn't worth the $44 billion that he offered because, hey, there's all kinds of fake accounts. And no doubt there's fake accounts, even so much so that a whistleblower now comes to the table. And Musk now cites whistleblower as new reason to exit the Twitter deal. Uh, the Associated Press has this piece. I really quote from them, but, hey, give them credit when they deserve it. Um, but now what, what's going to happen is uh, either Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter uh, very inexpensively or he's going to jettison it. Either way, Twitter used to be a blockbuster control mechanism. They've shut me down on Twitter, uh, and they said, if you recant your story, Sam will put you back up. I refuse. I will not recant the truth. You guys can go straight to hell. I will not recant the truth. You got it? And we need to circumvent these gatekeeping thugs now. But I, I digress except to say, look. Um, Twitter uh, it used to be a powerhouse. Now they're becoming a nobody mocked with ridicule and derision. Uh, hopefully they'll be on the heap of um, failed, what do you want to call it, dot-com startups? <laughs> uh, all I'm telling you is I'm not an Elon Musk fan either because I think he's a socialist. That's my opinion to which I'm entitled. Nevertheless, though, this battle is fun to watch, and, and, and the powerhouse going down is vital. 
do not try to control the Americans' free speech. All five First Amendment uh, guarantees are under assault. We better push back, folks. But that's the good news for you to respond to, Dr. Rapaki. Wow. <laughs> Sam, I'm really blown away by your show here and by you. Um, I, I don't hey, man, this is Redneck Radio at your fingertips, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tune in. Share no. it, man. <laughs> Tell everybody. <laughs> No, Sam, I mean, you and I have not rehearsed anything. I've, I've only met you once, like I said, in Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, conference. I brought him on and didn't tell him a single line item we would discuss, not a one. No, he, he did not. And, and um, I did it on purpose. <laughs> and I'm going to remember that if I'm ever invited back. <laughs> um, I, I'm just really... I, I, I don't have an answer for you on that last uh, segment there, uh, but I want to again state to you in front of your viewers, uh, listeners, uh, I'm, I'm rather impressed uh, of your candor and your Americanism and your fear of God. Uh, I, I appreciate your, your straightforwardness, and I pray that your viewers and your listeners are really taking what you've said and what's been discussed to heart. We're about to lose this nation, and that's not a theatrical statement, folks. Uh, there are people fighting the good fight. Um, I've been very privileged to be involved in the last two years on the ballot uh, problems. Uh, I, I coordinated both joint legislative hearings in Arizona uh, for when Mayor Giuliani came and then the second one. And then also I served as a unofficial, quote unquote, unofficial consultant to Doug Logan um, in the ballot uh, evaluation, forensic evaluation. So I've been involved for a little over two years in <clears throat> watching how this country has been subdued by foreign nationals and by people in this nation who've sold out. And I believe Sam's absolutely correct. We're, we're, we're on the edge uh, of going over and losing this great nation. And unless people really stand up and stop worrying about what people think, we're going to lose it. Sam, thank you very, very much. I but ladies and gentlemen, make it very clear that I'm going to do all within my power to stand for the greatest country on the face of the earth. I'm not preaching doom and gloom for America. No doubt we got a road to hoe. But you know what? We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will indeed restore our grand old republic. We declare this nation shall endure. ArizonaToday.com, LibertyRoundtable.com, spread the word, donate liberally. It's the only time we believe in liberalism. And share the love, would you please, because the more we educate and the more we help people understand where the solutions are, the greater chance we have of saving the greatest country on the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, God save the Republic of the United States of America. <laughs>